thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal. My soul test again this morning, Lord. My soul test to know you again this morning. My soul test to come into your presence to magnify you, to give you glory and praise, Father. Thank you because this is the day that you made. Lord, you will cause us to rejoice and be glad in today. And so, Father, we are grateful for the blessing of a new day, for the gift of your mercies. We are grateful. We see the sun rise again this morning. We are grateful for the covenants that we have with you in Christ Jesus. Thank you because by that covenant, by the blood of Jesus that still speaks today, we are able to come into your presence. We are able to call you Father. Lord, we are grateful this morning in the precious name of Jesus. We are grateful for every single blessing in our lives. Thank you. Thank you for blessing us, for loading us daily with benefits. We are grateful, Father. Be glorified forevermore in the precious name of Jesus. Lord, as we spend this time in your presence, fellowshipping and reading our Bibles, we ask for wisdom and understanding. Grant us insight in your word. And cause your name to be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right. Let me see a big welcome to everyone joining in to devotion this morning. I am Murphy Eyenike. So we continue reading our Bibles. Yes, we are we've been doing an harmony of the gospel study reading the events of the life of Jesus from Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Yes, and it has been interesting. I have been blessed. We said that Matthew, Mark, and Luke are called the synoptic gospel. Sin, optic, sin is synchronized, and then optics is from the same view. And so, you know, it is believed that Mark is the first gospel that was written. Mark was written about between 65 to 70 AD before the destruction of the temple. And by the time we get to the end of Mark, you will see the reason why um, it is possible to pinpoint about the date which in which Mark was written. Very different from, from the epistles of Paul. Paul literally wrote a lot of his epistles, wrote to the churches he wrote to as he traveled and he was in prison. Okay? So, but for the gospel, Mark was written between 65 to 70 AD and the other writers, okay, especially Matthew and Luke, lean on, on Mark and then by the grace of God has the things focusing on different areas in the life of Jesus. 
So we have seen that while Mark is the one who tends to be elaborate on the events, the happenings in the life of Jesus, he captures it by far better. We said Matthew focused on his teachings. Yes, the teachings that Jesus gave his disciples and the people. Matthew captures. And then we said Luke is in between there. Luke has taken time to gather together. Okay, I'm sure speaking to Luke, uh, speaking to, sorry, speaking to Peter, to John, to Mark, to speaking to everyone who was around, especially Barnabas and Paul, everyone who was around during this time about the life of Jesus has gathered them together. And we have said that, look, by reading them together, we are better able to capture, get the events of the life of Jesus. And then we have John, which is not meant to be a synchronization of the other gospel. John is unique in its way, but John perfectly agrees with the synoptic gospel. Um, so I also said I want I was going to clear up the reason why you will notice that once in a while, especially reading from if you were reading the NIV, especially especially the NIV, and once in a while you it will happen in the New Living Translation. Verses you will see in the earlier translations. So by earlier translations. I mean like the Good News Bible, like the KJV, the New KJV, the Living Bible, okay? Verses you will see in those translations are not available in these translations. I said the NIV, the New Living Translation are translated from the most recent, the most recent manuscripts that were found. Okay, so I said when the Bible was written, okay, you will notice Paul mentioned to Timothy, bring my, my parchment, okay, bring my books. At this time, okay, you didn't have books, okay, you had books written on parchments, and majority of those parchments and scrolls were made of a material called palpyrus. Palpyrus, okay, so uh, this was where all of the writings were were done and as time would go on paul encouraged that his letter be be distributed among churches okay and i don't think it would have been it would be too far-fetched to think that the gospel would not be spread too like that okay so anyone who wanted a gospel the gospel maybe the gospel of mark the gospel according to the gospel according to mark the gospel according to john had to copy them by hand they had to copy them by hand okay so we said that as that happened i wanted to try it in your house today ask your children to maybe copy copy a, a page of the a page of any book okay a page of the bible for example just tell them to copy mark chapter one okay or even students okay let's go let's use students okay secondary school student university school uh, university school student and you see the amount of mistakes that will happen 
commas will be missing here. Um, maybe uh, words that should be at one ending are not there. Different things will happen. Okay, so as people copied, mistakes were made, which will be expected. But God in his divine mercies, okay, God is so wonderful. Because around this 65 to 17, 70 AD, this was during the period in which Peter was Peter was killed, okay? Um, there was this emperor called Nero who had made up his mind, Emperor uh, Nero, Titus, you know, Antiochus, Epiphanes, emperors after emperor made up their mind that they were going to destroy the Christian faith. They were going to destroy all of their writings and all of their books. So they did everything during this period to destroy the Bible. However, the more they tried to destroy the Bible, the more the believers had made up their mind that, look, they were going to pass on the faith to those coming. Okay, so many times people will have had to copy the Bible in secret. Some of them may be in the dark. And so today, manuscripts Papyrus made of papyrus have been found. So this manuscript, you can Google yourself. They call them P. You just call them P and a number. P1, P2, P3, P4, like that. P72, on and on like that. Have been found today. Today, we have thousands of manuscripts that have been found. The Bible has more manuscripts than any book, any book written during the, the same period the Bible was written, I'm telling you. Okay, so as the manuscripts are found, we notice um, differences in, in the manuscript, which is expected. The question is, can we be sure that we can see, get back to the original? That is what atheists and Muslims, okay, Muslims will even tell you that the the scriptures have been corrupted, which is nonsense. Nonsense. Why mistakes have been made here and there, a comma here, a, instead of writing an A, you write an O, have been made here and there. We can always get back to the words that these people wrote down and that Jesus shared with us. Okay? We can always get back. So, the much earliest translation, now translation not the manuscript, the earlier the transcript, the manuscript, the more correct you will expect it to be, right? Okay, so but the earliest translation used were translated from the manuscript they could find, which oftentimes were about um, 1000 AD, 900 AD, so majority of these from the, which were then translated to what we call the Latin Vulgate translation from where you have the KJV and the New King James Version from the New, the, the Good News Bible, the Living Bible, okay? Uh, this was where this translation were translated from. In fact, the KJV, the Bible was translated from Greek to Latin and from Latin to the King James Version, okay? So, by the time we began to find, okay, of course, archaeologists do some of these their researches, as they found the most recent 
as in now we are going talking about manuscript the closest manuscripts to when the author wrote down we found that there were mistakes verses sometimes even verses in the bible which should not be there verses that oh they are in matthew okay they are supposed to be in luke but the person who was copying down realizes that it's the same story okay and so adds it in mark or in matthew like we saw yesterday adds it in matthew whereas while it is the same story it is not specifically there in the book of matthew it is in the book of luke now does that change the authority of our scripture the fact that these things happened that jesus lived as a person that the power of god was upon him and that he died for us no it does not god in his i'm telling you um i have said again and again one of these is i will share with you the history of what the bible has been through that we have a bible today it's it's a miracle in itself okay so that is the reason why you will see that the the earliest trans, earlier translation have verses and now that we have especially there was an archaeological discovery we call the deep sea scrolls when they were discovered these were the the closest trans closest tra, closest translations you know to the time of the apostles okay this some of these were 95 years you know um 95 ad 100 ad 120 ad okay that the manuscripts have been have been have been you know pinpointed to we were able to find that yes some of these verses were not there some of the scribes who were copying this thing you are you agree with me you are reading the bible it blessed you so much it blessed you so much and then you noted something down ah jesus is the son of god you wrote it down there okay um as you were as you were copying with your own intention you copying it know that you will you will not you will eventually <laughs> maybe erase jesus is the son of god uh, somewhere there but the person by the time let's say okay the scribe did not remember to remove it but by the time we find that manuscript we will call it a variant so this is what we call variant in the study of manuscripts okay variants in the bible so it's not a problem i don't see it as as a problem at all instead i say that if this call is indeed by faith none of us have seen jesus before okay if you have seen jesus before raise up your hands none of us have seen jesus before yet we believed him to the point we are willing to lay down our lives for him that's faith i say that we can also because look research has, has shown that by the time you put the manuscripts together that have been found at different periods 1000 years after 500 years after 400 years after so by the time you put all of them together 99% of the translation is retained, okay? With mistakes here and there. The mistakes you will definitely see in the NIV. So I say again that we can trust, we can trust our Bibles. And we do not, we should not, if you're a pastor, don't feel uncomfortable. Don't feel 
discomfort, okay, having to to point to your to your readers that this is not part of the Bible, okay? It was put there, and that's fine. All right. So today's study is short. We will just quickly take Jesus finally leaving leaving Galilee and then going on to Judea and then from Judea to Jerusalem. Okay? Judea's ministry is not as long. You have majority of that in the book in the book of 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 of, of Luke. And then the Jerusalem one you have its majority in in the book of John. Okay? So we'll read Matthew chapter 19 verse 1 and then we'll capture we'll read again what Jesus said about the cost of being a disciple. We have that in chapter chapter 8 verse 18 to 22 why we're doing that is that we'll see the parallel that by the time we read the book of mark that is where the parallels were put it is in it is in mark chapter back chapter 9 verse 51 to 56 that he talks about jesus leaving galilee but then he talked about the cost of being a disciple in mark chapter 9 okay so we read the parallel and then we do the same Sorry, the book of Luke, not Mark. Mark does not capture this. And then we, we read the book of John, Jesus living Galilee. Short reads, okay, but we bless you. Matthew chapter 19, please get your Bibles. Let's read Matthew chapter 19, verse 1. says, when Jesus had finished saying these things, he left Galilee and went into the region of Judea to the other side of the Jordan, Okay. So this was a shift in his ministry, okay? He went into went into the region of Judea to the other side of the Jordan. It was practically a shift in his ministry, okay? So very important. Let's read let's read Luke's account of this before we come and read about the cost of being of being a disciple. So Jesus was moving, okay, practically uprooting the ministry from everything we have read until now is in Galilee, okay? So Jesus is now moving to Judea. Obviously, if you were following it one, two, three, one event after the other, he went between, okay, from, from, from um, Galilee to Judea, okay, sometimes possibly maybe visited Jerusalem but never really stayed there stayed in Galilee all this while but now it's like as if he's on a journey to get to Jerusalem so that he will be killed in Jerusalem all right so Luke chapter 9 Luke chapter 9 verse 51 to 56 Luke chapter 9 verse 51 to 656 we read a bit of this yesterday, right? That they were where this um, they were they faced opposition from from a Samaritan village, and and James and John asked Jesus that should they call down fire? Should they call down fire from heaven to destroy them? Okay, that event happened because Jesus was on his way. Okay, on his way to Jerusalem passing through Judea. 51 says, As the time approached for him to be taken up to heaven, Jesus resolutely set out, set out for Jerusalem. 
he sent he, and he sent messengers on ahead who went into a Samaritan village to get things ready for him. This Samaritan village would have been in would have been in Judea. Okay, very important. All right, so let's stop there. Let's go since we read that yesterday. Let's go to John John chapter seven. John chapter seven. Like I said, I read today is brief. John chapter 7, let's read verse 2 to 9, and then we'll come back and read verse 10. John chapter 7, you did, in this account, Jesus was with his, his brothers, okay? He says, let's read from verse 1. After this, Jesus went around in Galilee. That's all we have been reading about all this while. That's why many, I don't know why many people say the book of John does not agree with the synoptic gospel. John puts it that look after this time Jesus went around in Galilee he did not want to go about in Judea because the Jewish leaders were looking for a way to kill him so that mean that means that he has shown up in Judea once before right <laughs> but he was in Galilee and the events of him being in Galilee is what we have been reading all these days Two says that, but when the Jewish festival of Tabernacles was near, Jesus' brothers said to him, Leave Galilee and go to Judea, so that your disciples there may see the works you do. Okay? His own brother so, said, Leave Galilee and go to Judea, so that your disciples there may see the works you do. As if people should follow Jesus because of his works. No, no one who wants to become a public figure, who wants to be popular, essentially, acts in secret. Since you are doing these things, show yourself to the world. Since for even his own brothers did not believe in him. So the question is, when did his brothers now believe in him? His brothers, we know his brothers, right? James, Jude, you know, you have Joseph. Okay, when, at what point did they now believe in him? One thing we know, until everything that we have read until now, okay, about his, the part of his ministry in Galilee, he still had this conflict with his family members okay just picture it picture it okay you have this brother who who your mom of course treats specially okay she treats him specially okay he is the firstborn anyway treats him specially okay and now he comes back one day he is anointed with the spirit he said the spirit of the lord is upon him he's he's about to start preaching the gospel and then he leaves home um, does not come home for sometimes does not come home for for months for months he does not come home maybe comes home just breathes in once in a while you know so to the point that one day you guys even went to go and get him because you thought he was maybe he was running mad okay so just picture it so uh, this were his brothers they said look Go to maybe you have been showing yourself. You say you can do these things. Go and do it in Judea. Let your people let this let the people see you. Let your disciples see you. If you want to become popular, because in their own eyes, what he seemed to be looking for was popularity. 
says, For even his own brothers did not believe in him. Verse 5, even his own brothers. So, uh-huh. so for those of us who become distraught, for those of us who are not happy because our own family members do not believe in us, I say, I don't understand you. Even Jesus' family members, his own brothers, of course, not Mary and not Joseph. Joseph was dead at this time. Mary always believed what the angel told told her. Okay, but his own brothers doubted him, did not believe in him. Six says, therefore, Jesus told them, my time is not yet here. For your, for you, any time will do. My time is not yet here. For you, any time will do. The world cannot hate you, but it hates me because I testify that its works are evil. When he says the word, he is not talking about the countries of the world, the continents of the world. He is talking about the systems of the world, the systems of the world that you will put the devil over. Okay? The devil already told him that, look, these things, the glory of this world belongs to me. It was given to me. And I can give it to anyone I want. And he has given it to, to different people. So it is this word that Jesus says, The word cannot eat you, but it hates me because I testify that its works are evil. You go to the festival. I am not going up to this festival because my time has not yet fully come. After he had said this, he stayed he stayed in galilee okay if you read the story if you read okay let's just steal and read verse 10. verse 10 says however after his brothers had left for the festival he went also not publicly but in secret in other words he too went to this festival he would have needed to go through judea onto onto jerusalem where this festival would likely be taking place all right so let's finish up our reading today by reading matthew and luke again let's go back to the book of matthew matthew chapter 8 okay we want to read about the cost of being the cost of being a disciple matthew chapter 8 we see the parallel in luke chapter 9 verse 57 matthew chapter 8 verse 18 to 22 we'll stop here when Jesus saw the crowds around him, he gave orders to cross to the other side of the lake. When Jesus saw the crowd, Jesus saw opportunity for popularity. Usually, Jesus will run away. It's either he runs away or tells them things that are so difficult that <laughs> those who are really not interested. It was as if he was sifting the wheat from the chaff. It was always separate, trying to make, okay, would those who really want to follow me should follow me. Not this crowd. Since when Jesus saw the crowd around him, hmm, he gave orders to cross to the other side of the lake. Then the teacher of the law came to him and said, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. Hey, Jesus replied, Foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. Another disciple said to him, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. But Jesus told him, him, Follow me 
and let the dead bury their own dead. We read this a few days ago and I said, look, I think that was even yesterday. Yes, yesterday we read. No, 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 no. That was a few days ago. I said Jesus was saying here and quite clearly, don't allow anything be sufficient enough to distract you. Okay? So this one was saying, my father has died. Okay, if your father has died, you should have known. You should have gone to bury your father before you came to sign up. But the minute you came to sign up, uh, okay, no one lays his hand to the plow look, and looks back. And, and of course, your fitness for the kingdom will be questioned. Okay, so you should have buried your father before you came to sign up. So don't allow anything be strong enough to be a distraction, a distraction from following Jesus. The world will try to distract you with ephemeral things, with things that are not important. Pay attention. Follow Jesus. Let your eyes, your laser focus vision be focused on Jesus. Hallelujah. Alright, last read for today. And this concludes Jesus' ministry in, in Galilee. Luke chapter 9 verse 57, 57 to 42. As they were walking along the road, the man said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. And that's some people's claim today. I will follow Jesus wherever he wants me to go. Jesus replied, Foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. He said to another man, Follow me. But he replied, <laughs> He replied, He said to another man, Follow me. But he replied, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, Let the dead bury their own dead. But you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Still another, so Luke adds a third, still another. I will, said, another said, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me go back and say goodbye to my family. So why did you come if you were, if you were still going to go back and say goodbye? Okay, so let me go back and say goodbye to my family. I can promise you, by the time this one starts crying, ah, we will miss you, he will not come back again. Uh-huh. Jesus replied, No one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. Do you want to serve God? Jesus says, Be laser focused on me. Okay? Don't allow anything be enough, enough distraction for you. Hallelujah. Alright, so this concludes our reading of Jesus' ministry in Galilee from tomorrow we will begin to read of Jesus's you know ministry in 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 Judea and I'm telling you strangely in the way the Bible is arranged it follows so we stop reading John chapter 7 today we will follow from there John chapter 7 will continue reading we stopped on Luke chapter 9 to Luke chapter 9 today we follow on from Luke chapter 10 on like that to about Luke 19 where the Judean part of Jesus' ministry stopped and then on, on Matthew's side, we've gotten to Matthew chapter 18 so we continue from Matthew chapter 19 on like that to Matthew chapter 20 and then the book of Mark captures the, the Judean part of Jesus' ministry only in Mark chapter 10. Okay, so we'll read 
will read all of that. I have been blessed. I don't know about you. I have been so, so, so blessed. Big lessons for us to, today, right? Um, be focused on Jesus. Hmm? What is distracting you from following Jesus? What have you put in front of you that is big enough, that is in va- of value enough to you to say, I won't follow Jesus? Jesus says, no one who puts his hand to the plow is fit for the kingdom. Father, we pray, help us to focus on you. We want to be fit for service, Lord. So help us to keep our eyes on you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray for one another again this morning. That as we lay our hands to the plow, you will give us grace. To stay the course, to make it to the end, to the glory of your name. We give you all the praise. No one listening to me will be missing on that day. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.